Hello everybody, welcome back to the WTF on That Time When podcast. Today we are talking about That Time When Schumacher won his sixth title. And joining me is none other than WTF1 founder at TommyWTF1 on Instagram. It's Tommy the founder. Hello Tommy. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm very well. How are you at Matt WTF1? (laughs) (laughs) Right, let's talk about Schumacher winning his sixth title. Uh, So doing this one because of Hamilton's recent success winning his sixth title. Congratulations to Hamilton and congratulations to Schumacher back in the day. But also there were some scarily similar stats between them, Tommy. Is that correct? Talk to me. Yes. Well, this is the 2003 Japanese Grand Prix. We should mention that Schumacher was going for his sixth world title. Um, They were both 30. So both Hamilton and Schumacher at this point in their lives, both 34 years old. Both in their 13th season of Formula One. Jeez. Uh, they'd both won uh, the championship in their career with the independent team and then moved to a big manufacturer team and then built the team around them and had their success. So Hamilton doing it with Mercedes and Schumacher doing it with Ferrari. Um, they had a long drought before yeah, taking another title and then sort of dominating like Schumacher's done and Hamilton's doing now. Yeah. And this one in particular... Schumacher had to finish eighth to secure the title, while his Finnish title rival had to win the race. That was a that was a mouthful, wasn't it? Yeah. Finishing whilst his Finnish title while rival. While his Finnish title rival had to win the race, so that's a very eerily similar. Very eerily similar, as, uh, indeed. But so, I guess where it differs is that this was the final race of the season, rather than Hamilton wrapped up. Yeah, so we actually had some sort so of we had a title decider, fight, which we haven't had for a few years now. Yeah, but. Um, so it wasn't as easy as people may think. Um, no, I think people. I think people think that 2003, they just assume that it was a 2002 and a 2004 where Shumi dominated, yeah, broke all the, the records. It wasn't not the case at all because we had a season-long title battle with Kimi Raikkonen and one Pablo Montoya, which we did a video with uh, not too long ago. Yes, uh, so make sure you check that on the WTF on YouTube channel. Uh, so, yeah. so how did so qualifying? They had a one-lap qualifying format. So was that a one-shot? Type, yeah, well, I would just say actually the um, for the season-long battle. Yes, uh, going into the penultimate race, Schumacher was on eighty-two points, Montoya seventy-nine, and Raikkonen seventy-five. So it was really, really close. And bearing in mind this is the old points, the format. old point system. So uh, ten for a win, ten, eight, ten, six, eight, six, four, four three, three, two, one, one. and ten, um, eight, six, four, three, three two, two, no, that's five, seven. four, three, two, one. Five, four, three, two, one. Um, <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Uh, Montoya got a penalty and then he was out of the title. So it was between Shumi and Raikkonen going into this last race. And yeah, th- this was, uh, we, we need to talk about qualifying because we w- always talk about the format that there was at the time. Yeah. And this was one lap qualifying. So they got one lap to do. And that, to do. was that the, the format where last or the, the slowest person went out first and then... <clears throat> The fastest, yeah. So this this was before this. This was a bit of a weird one. It was, so it was the first year I believe they introduced it, and the Friday instead of practice, it would be almost like a qualifying to decide the order of, of who would out. go out, yeah. go out. So reverse championship order. I think it was reverse championship order or, or from the previous race, but they'd go out, set their times, and then obviously, if Schumacher got pole, he would be going out last in the main qualifying session, which is an advantage because the tracks rubbered in. More. Yeah. But but not always an advantage. Is that right, Tommy? No, so because with qualifying. <laughs> because yeah, that that's the thing. You know, it is rubbered in, but the, the risk you take is that well, I say it's a risk, you don't really have much control over no. it, is is the weather. And and so after that qualifying session, Schumacher 
ended up 14th on the grid and Raikkonen 8th and they were both shafted by rain. Yeah, so because they did well in the first session, they were going out last, which normally would be an advantage, but it rained, so tough luck, which was a great thing about one lap qualifying is it did provide those spiced up grids, spiced up grids because you know, if it rained halfway through a session, it was tough luck. They didn't wait for it to dry out. But I guess you the just, problem with, with that particular format was the fact that you didn't really get that much no. on-track action. No. Despite it bringing the drama, there wasn't much for, for fans to watch, right? No. So Rubens Barrichello took pole position. I imagine that was in the bone dry. It was. And uh, we then head to the race, where it seemed unlikely that Raikkonen could win the title because he had to win the race. Schumacher had to finish eighth. But the race itself was a crazy boy. It was a crazy boy. It was... Why was it crazy? There was just a lot of incidents, and I guess um, similar to the 2005 Japanese Grand Prix where Raikkonen came through the field and won the race, that was crazy because it was a mixed-up grid. And in this race, you had had a mixed-up grid because of what happened in qualifying. So you had Michael Schumacher starting 14th behind the likes of Saubers and Jaguars and cars that weren't quicker than him. Uh, Also, Rav Schumacher had quite the eventful race. Uh, He started 19th because he got completely shafted by the rain i believe and um didn't set a time so he started 19th but the williams during that era was a very strong team yeah and they were going for the constructors title actually that, that and was with montoya as well yeah so so montoya got a great start and led the race early on um but yeah williams were going for the constructors title so they were hoping that a good race for Montoya and Ralph Schumacher and they'd bag that from Ferrari which is an awesome concept to have going into the final race not only do you have the world championship being decided by a Ferrari and a McLaren but you've also got Williams trying to take away the constructors from Ferrari it's been a very long time since we've had that luxury isn't it yeah where three teams are somehow still within one of the championship fights which is which is awesome to hear about um so Schumacher lost his front wing uh with the BAR of Sato yeah, so the, the pack. so the chicane before, uh, the final chicane that most people make their overtakes, the one yeah. that Albon made his mad dive lunge this year. Uh, Schumacher went for a move on Sato and didn't quite make it happen, lost his front wing and had to pit and dropped all the way back down the field again. So not the best preparation to get back up to the front. Meanwhile, Raikkonen was... He, was, he was cruising through the field and yeah. sort of slowly making his way up to the front. So you mentioned about Ralph Schumacher having his his issues as well. Yeah, Ralph Schumacher, controversially, a uh, bit of a he had his he had his moments. He had his good races, but also yeah. could be a bit crash happy. And uh, Ralph Schumacher spun at the chicane on the one of the very first laps, and then had another incident with Massa at the chicane again. So it's a pretty ridiculous race mm. at this point and and i will mention actually that uh, montoya was leading but retired with a car failure so the fact that montoya had retired whilst leading the race Dropped and ralph schumacher was have, being an absolute liability <laughs> um they unfortunately couldn't couldn't wrap up the constructors so williams were out of the constructors title um however ralph schumacher and michael schumacher ended up on track together when mm. schumacher was trying to get himself into the points where you would think brotherly love you know yeah. no love lost between those two ralph would just let him go considering his brother's trying to win the world championship yeah you think but so that wasn't quite how it worked out was it no um you'd think ralph maybe had learned his lesson from the previous two times that he'd crashed at the chicane <laughs> and uh instead 
crashed with his brother at the chicane for the third time in the race <laughs> and um, almost wiped Shumi, uh, Michael Schumacher out the race. Um, but luckily for Schumacher, he was okay and could carry on, just skip the chicane and go over. Ralph had a bit of trouble getting back onto the track, but... I bet Michael um, was absolutely fuming at that point in the. I mean, in his cockpit. yeah. I imagine if he, you know, wiped him out and then Reichen that was ended up winning and he yeah. lost the title. That would I, have been a. I guess that, spicy that kind thing. of that, that kind of battle kind of almost highlighted maybe that their that their relationship was quite cold at this point and that yeah, Ralph I really it was as really good care. as people thought. Yeah, that is that is very odd. So we look towards the end of the race now, and uh, Rubens Barrichello wins. And who came behind? Raikkonen had Kimmy made Raikkonen. his way all the way up to second. So, you know, it was lucky that Barry Kello did manage to win the race because Schumacher was, let's be honest, having a nightmare. He dropped all the way back down the field after yeah. coming through with his contact with Sato. Um, and this is an era where there were far more mechanical failures. So it's not completely out of the question that Barry Kello could have had a car failure. It happened to Montoya, yeah. who, who was leading the race. Alonso, I believe, also had a... Yep, Alonso had an engine failure as well that was doing quite well at the time. So, you know, it wasn't out of the question that if Barry Kello had retired, Raikkonen would be leading the race and Schumacher at this point was right in the mix. He 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 only kind of, he he finished eighth in the end, but he, you know, he only just got to eighth. So it would, it was a lot closer than anyone could have possibly imagined. Which is must have been absolutely thrilling to watch yeah. um as I mean, a I've race got, i've got the the stats here so he only finished two seconds ahead of olivier parnas who was 10th yeah so if barry kello had retired he, you know raikkonen could have snatched it who was 10th or 9th uh Panis was 10th so it was that close so who was 8th 9th and 10th heidfeld was 9th oh, right. and was only half a second behind him half a second at the yeah. end oh imagine if raikkonen had won that yeah. would have been an almost uh, a felipe would have massa been a glock hamilton moment. glock yeah. moment is, yeah. that, <laughs> is that heidfeld <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring to it does it no um but yeah much closer than everyone expected and that's the title fight we live and and breathe for isn't it yeah i mean we'd love to see a title go down to the final race these days it's been Far too long, I feel. Yeah, I guess the last one was Rosberg at Abu Dhabi when yeah. Hamilton just decided to slow down. And I yeah. reckon we'll do it that time when at some point, maybe a few years down the line, yeah. um, about about Hamilton slowing down and trying to win the title. But uh, so post-race celebrations, Michael Schumacher, I've got written down here, got smashed and avoided a fine. What, what he was absolutely that? hooned. So <laughs> um, I've, I've, I've got some, some pictures for you here that I feel like you'll enjoy. Okay. So... Um, Michael Schumacher got absolutely battered after his um, winning the championship. So uh, for the record as well, obviously him winning his sixth title meant that he was the most successful Formula 1 driver of all time because he'd beaten Fangio's record of five. And uh, Michael Schumacher, there was a few pictures of him after the race, which I will show you here. So here they are on a stolen forklift truck. (laughs) <laughs> and you'll also notice that he is wearing uh, a Toyota shirt and a Toyota team cap at this point, uh, but unbuttoned, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. I think this is a slightly drunk Kimi Raikkonen as well that was there. Um, this is my favorite picture of his shenanigans. So um, this is a, a picture of them clearly having a party. There's, there's beer all over the floor. Michael Schumacher's... Is that, is that a cigar in his mouth? Maybe. Um, he's got 
He's got a unbuttoned Toyota top on. There's a fridge on its side. There's a, there's a, a McLaren mechanic that looks like he's covered in sick. There's there's stains all over the wall. Oh my god! Um, so it, it looked like Schumacher had a pretty pretty wild, fun evening, a pretty fun and wild evening after winning his his championship. And if you want to find these pictures, what do you need to type into Google? Just images? type in 2003 Japan Schumacher party, and there will be a lot pictures. of pictures for you guys to enjoy. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is what happened. Uh, oh, sorry. They also smashed a window at the Suzuka. They threw a table through the window at Suzuka Hospitality. Of course they did. That, that sounds incredible. That was back <laughs> when F1 didn't have so many uh, yeah. repercussions, I guess, for such hard partying. And he avoided a fine. He avoided a fine, yeah. They didn't fine him. But oh, I think oh, now they, I think they it, might have done now with their whole yeah, kind I of... I don't think it would have gone very well with the whole Heineken don't, don't drink Yeah, zero stuff. alcohol yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would uh, not have gone down too well. Right, that's it. Is that everything from you, Tommy? It is. That time when Schumacher won his sixth title. Got a bit messy at the end. Like yeah. to hear that Schumacher loved the party. Loved the party. Yeah. And, uh, Don't think thrilling... Hamilton would be, uh, has no. been quite as on the rampage. And a thrilling title fight. Something mm. that we'd love to see uh, moving forward. That'd be nice. Maybe next year. Right, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to uh, that Time When podcast. Uh, make sure you leave us a five-star rating on every single platform that you're listening to. doesn't matter which one it is. We deserve nothing less. Don't be Tommy. Of course. And uh, if you want to give any less, then give a reason why, but still give us five stars. All right, perfect. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time for another That Time When. Goodbye. Goodbye.